Okay, cool. I think we are live. Yeah, it's definitely working. All right, what's up, everybody? Uh, it's been a week since we've been on here. Uh, so in case you forgot our names, I am Christian. and uh, I'm Christian. And this is a... This episode is, again, sponsored by Lifeway Christian Bookstore and Bellevue Baptist Church. Um, so let's go ahead and get to it. Hold on. I have to pull up my notes. They paid me to say Wait, actually, I'm Chester's hot prize. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Something product, I just really wanted to do. Product placement. Um, yeah. We were paid to do that. So there's a lot of stuff going on, as usual. And, um, you know, some of that is involving... You know, Joe Biden, of course. Um, what was the clip you were telling me? I actually looked for this clip, but I wasn't able to find it. But what what's what were you telling me was going on? Oh, this clip that I conveniently have on my phone that I'll hold up. I'm just kidding. But really, it is this one. Joe Biden just sitting confused and just staring when someone asks him uh, when the uh covid tests are getting out to american households and you know what his plans are to take on the big four meat packers who are driving up prices in the meat industry and he just sits there and just like grins at them with a creepy look on his face um and it sums up joe biden to me it sums up everything about him that he thinks it's cute and clever to never have an answer for anything to delay responsibility and not get much shit done and not know how to respond to basic questions and for us to always be questioning whether he's is he a political operative who has a plan or is he just senile and suffering from deep dementia it sums everything up in one one nice little clip so yeah it 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 reminds me even of what we talked about just the other day when kamala harris was on the breakfast club um interview or whatever and kind of her aide stepped in to what looked like purposely sabotage it for her, you know, sorry, we have somewhere to be. And then, you know, he accused her of, of ignoring him and not, you know, and being able to hear, you know, being able to hear him the whole time. And then she was like, Oh yeah, I hear you, you know, and then kind of tried to play into it, but it just shows really where they're both at when it comes down to like actually being able to take any responsibility for anything or say anything, answer people's questions, address people's concerns, um, fulfill even a single one of their promises that they all campaigned on, you know? So it's, it's definitely in that same vein. I mean, it could, like, I think you said on the phone before, when we talked a little bit before, uh, we started recording, um, you know, it could be one of those things where maybe it's taken out of context or something who really knows, but there are enough of those genuine moments that even if there is just that one taken out of context, it's like, so what we have so much to draw from here. I mean, not well, the example I used was like if Trump did that, which I could see him doing, there probably is video of him doing that. If he just sat and smiled, you know, he does a stupid smile or he's just like, yeah, you know, he has that yeah. face where he's just like, it's really comical. Like mm -hmm. he, I could see him when questions are done and he's waiting to be escorted out of the room and waiting for reporters to be escorted out of the room or something. I could see him just sitting there and smiling and not saying a word while they ask tough questions. So it's not like that's never happened that someone is like, we're done with questions or whatever. I don't know what the context was, but the point is that like, that's not good governance either. Like Donald Trump yeah. wasn't an example of good governance. None of the people really have been, I wouldn't answer. I wouldn't say that, you know, George W. Bush's way of answering questions is good either. I mean, it's, so it's just like, I don't know. I, the point is that like, yeah, it's not like it's never happened before that someone's ignored questions, but these are important questions. Like when are you going to get 
COVID tests out to people is an important question. And Biden's out here talking about how he wants to take on the meatpacking industry. And then he gets asked a question about it and he just stares at them like not. Yeah, not I mean, president. he was probably I mean, we can only um, this is all speculation, but, you know, yeah, we can only speculate. And that's the word I was looking for. Um, but of course, it, it looks like he's just being, you know, they've scripted a few things for him to say. He says those things and then he doesn't actually know anything else. Um, you know, they kind of just you know, give him a shot of something, push him out on stage. And then, you know, maybe it lasts long enough. Maybe it doesn't, you know, depends upon how long it gets drawn out. You know, he goes out there with pictures of people and I'm sure, you know, part of that's to make sure that no imposter is there. You know, you don't want to be thinking you're talking to one person and it turns out you're talking to someone else. I mean, I get the security of that, but it's, yeah, also, but it's like, why not just yeah. take questions? You're the fucking yeah, I president. Mean, if they've gotten to that room, I mean, really like it, I mean, There's the average citizen should be able to ask you a question. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't have to be a fucking reporter. Yeah, and and speaking of that, uh, Ron DeSantis was uh, doing was about to do a conference um, somewhere in Florida. I don't remember the exact area. Um, somewhere shitty. See. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, this is an article from the Tampa Bay Times. I read a few other ones as well, but that one seemed to be pretty thorough. Um, and it's about a guy who, you know, ended up with a few pe he had a few people with him but he went to this public space they say that this is a locked room that has to you know you have to have an appointment to be able to go into that room so therefore technically he's trespassing they actually arrested him it's on video um, and gave him a trespassing charge but he showed up because he knew that Ron DeSantis would be there and he repeatedly said and these videos are available all over the place i'm just i'm not sure which ones are copyrighted and which ones aren't um, and so I don't like the idea of constantly battling with YouTube about what I can put up on this video that five people are going to watch, um, you know, but anyway, there's a, um, you know, he goes to this town hall or whatever, and he, um, or this news conference or whatever it was, it, I think it was like a COVID conference or something where he was going to talk about, you know, how they need more of these, you know, monoclonal treatments or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I'm not monoclonal antibodies. Yeah, the monoclonal antib antibody treatments, you know, he requested 30 or 40,000 of them. The federal government only gave him, I think, 12,000. And it was like way past the time they were supposed to give it to him. So he's like mad about that. Um, and he's also you know, being criticized for a few other things. Some of those were things that this man um, was allegedly going to say to him, but we'll never really know because he didn't get the chance. But he was standing there. He was talking for several minutes. He made sure to constantly say, you know, I'm a peaceful citizen. We come in peace. He repeated it over and over again, you know, making sure that no one could twist this or say that he was going to, you know, do something violent or, you know, I mean, I think he just kind of went in knowing January 4th. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. He, he wanted January to make sure 4th, that he covered Tampa, his Florida. ass. So he never forget Tampa. January 4th. I'm sorry. I, I mean, we all I'm gonna, know. I'm going to start selling little trinkets. It's like a picture of like one of the towers in Tampa. And it says like January 4th. Never forget. <laughs> Oh Lord! I think it was in like Tallahassee or something. Please, someone comment if you're if anyone's <laughs> watching this right better. now. But um, it's in Florida, and the guy goes constantly says, "You know, we're here in peace. We just want to ask him a few questions." Um, he 
he constantly annoyingly i mean it is really annoying to listen to him but i think that was his whole point was just to like get his point across you know like why won't this guy speak with us he keeps asking why won't he speak with us we come in peace you know why won't he say you know why won't he speak to his constituents you know and he tried to coin this term the entire time he repeated it so many times and i think it was uh if i can remember this then it worked y'all so just give me a second we'll see if i can remember what he said it was like it didn't work (laughs) um when it come oh yes when it comes to public welfare this governor does not care when it comes to public welfare this governor does not care and he keeps saying it over and over and over again it worked i remembered it and i have a pretty bad short-term memory um so that's maybe he should run for governor yeah maybe so uh maybe that's going to be his thing you know he tries to run later on and like public welfare yeah, Elect- I think that was a, me, poor, a poor choice of wording, you know, like when it comes to public welfare, this governor does not care in a place that's like a swing state, a constant battle between Republicans and Democrats. But I don't know. Maybe it was Florida would be a place where if they could just get over a few key fucking issues, they could just have such a strong populist movement. I mean, they have trains, but they're sh- shitty, but they don't have to be. They could use the trains in Florida to show you don't have to be New York or Boston to have trains and could expand them and make them better and like actually finish laying out like their grand public transportation plan that never now it's just like a shell of what it was supposed to be. And they also just voted like for to increase the minimum wage and shit. Like I don't yeah. mean to just start rambling. Well, I wish somebody would run that was not a Democrat or a Republican um, in Florida because they could win if they were an independent who actually wanted to expand the train system. Well, I think Ron DeSantis will not be, you know, the governor for too much longer, you know, I mean, um, because I think he'll probably end up running for president, honestly. And that's that's just, that's something a lot of people are. I think starting to pick up on that, he's kind of setting himself up to some degree for that. Maybe he. I don't think he really knows whether or not Trump's going to run, so he can't really say anything. He's just kind of holding his breath and waiting. Um, but who knows? Anyway, for sure. I mean, he's to, young. He's like, I'm. I'll wait. Like, I'm yeah. either going to help you get elected and try to be your vice president, or he he couldn't because they they need someone more normal. But like, he's cool with waiting. He's young as hell, dude. He's yeah. like ready to be the next Trump. He and I think he will be. I think uh I think if he were to run and you know Trump wasn't a part of the race then yeah he would definitely win. I think what the smart thing for Trump to do would be to like give Ron DeSantis his blessing, you know, and like use the new social media platform that or whatever he's pushing to help propel someone like DeSantis forward and kind of just fall back and still be the winner and can still in the end take credit for it. And he can always be able to say, well, if it wasn't for my social media platform, Ron DeSantis wouldn't have won or something, you know, it's still kind of feed that narcissism, but without the risk, you know what I mean? Because no one's going to blame the social media platform for, you know, someone losing if Trump endorses him, you know what I mean? But they, but they would certainly, if he won, well, I can't say that they probably would blame him too for that. But, um, anyway, this guy goes to confront Ron DeSantis about several things and ends up getting arrested. They said he doesn't have the press credentials. And the reason why I want to mention that is because we went and did a segment a while back. I mean, it was a long time ago now. Um, we're going to be doing another one in the very near future, I think, but, we went and did a segment on the, um, and that one will be probably on the minimum wage. Um, but the last one we did was on the $2,000 checks that they promised us and the fact that they ended up only giving us $1,400. And while we were down there, 
Um, and I think I have the footage of this. Maybe I should play it at some point. Um, I should have had that prepared today, honestly, but I didn't. Oh, well, uh, the, but we were down, we were down there and someone actually hassled us. Some rent cop person was like, do you have, um, do you have a permit to be down here? Like questioning people and filming like this or whatever. And I had, I have made uh, press passes for, you know, ride the fence LLC because it's like actually a company with a trademarked logo and everything like that. So technically it's a, it's a, I mean, I'm able to do that. And so I showed her those like the press passes we had and they were like, okay, have a good day. And I think that's crazy though, that, I mean, I had to go through any of that. You shouldn't really like, you should be allowed to in public ask a random person in public who also consented to being in public, you know, they're in public a question without a cop hassling you, you know, and especially a rent a cop. I mean, that's not, but that's, I was a rent a cop. Yeah. I don't even think oh, I would have told them to fuck off. Cause I don't well, think they I don't, even know the law. I'm not sure. I mean, they're just trying know, to, I'll have to see if, look, I know I have the footage. I'm pretty sure that we still have the footage. I think it's on a flash drive around here somewhere. So maybe I'll have to go look at that, but uh, hopefully I mean, even a regular cop, I'd be like, you sure about that, buddy? Did you freshen yourself up I on just, civil liberties I, before you came over here? But I agree uh, with you 100%, but I just, at the time, that was not the point of the segment, so I didn't want to like you, make it into that, you know? So I, that's why I yeah. got the press passes, just in case we ever get hassled so I can avoid trouble with law enforcement, not like... Oh, I know. I keep yeah. missing the points because I'm just like, oh, I'm just I will no, 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 bitchy no, no. person. But no, yeah, no, I mean, I like you're that. right. I mean, that is crazy. You had to go through that and you have to create an entire logo and lamination, laminate cards and stuff just to be taken seriously. And dude, there was a documentary. It it's wrong. It's totally There's wrong. There's a very, oh, I'm sorry. I, oh. Look, I, I want to finish <laughs> the whole, the part about this one guy. I mean, we're still on this one guy's story. Um, yeah. So he, he ends up, um, you know, asking to speak with him, and you can see him at one point in the video, Ron DeSantis walking by, and he's like, there he goes, there he goes, you know, and like, Ron DeSantis to, has responded to this by saying um, that that's, that like, he doesn't know anything about it, so maybe he doesn't, or, you know, maybe he's pleading ignorance, I don't know, um, because he, because he really doesn't know, and they just kind of didn't, they were like, didn't think it was worth being bothered about it, but I think he certainly, I mean, he certainly knows now at this point. Huh. And uh, one of the things that the guy was going to criticize him about was the, you know, Ron DeSantis and the whole COVID thing. Basically, I, I believe Florida is one of the states with like the most lax mandates and stuff like that, because he's kind of made a point setting himself up for the presidential um, election at some point in the in his lifetime. Um, he wants that track record of like being like the, the conservative person, you know, out of the, like the staunch conservative, you know, and, uh, in every way. And so he's running on, you know, no mask mandates, like, you know, actually barring them and stuff like that, like the actual, the complete opposite of doing it. And, um, so that was like what this guy was going to hassle him about, you know, was the fact that he came out and said, uh, that, or endorsed pretty much. He said that you should not, um, waste anybody's time going to get a test. If you don't have any symptoms, um, you know, you're not a case. I don't think it was, I don't know for sure that it was him who said it. I mean, I was reading this earlier, but I can't exactly remember right off the top of my head. It really is. It really doesn't change the, the context of the story or anything though. So that's why I don't, I don't really care that I don't remember. Um, basically, 
what people are alleging and this man as well is is alleging is that he's purposely telling people not to go get these tests done because that won't it'll his numbers won't you know end up getting so high um, exactly. and making yeah. him look so bad for like no shit yeah, not only you know not enforcing mandates but enforcing companies like making sure that they're not able to you know put any mandates at all in place uh so you know it's it is kind of extreme really when you think about it um you know it is but if you're just like a cold political person who plays partisan politics then like you're reacting to the overreaction of the dims like i would rather live in florida right now if i had to live somewhere day-to-day life than new york city or la as far as mask mandates and all that bullshit so like he's trying to set himself up. It kind of points to what you were saying before that he's thinking of himself as a future president where he can look back and say, well, when they were doing that, I was doing that. Yes, you know? exactly. And that, that's really his goal, I think. And, um, you know, so I think good on this guy for, um, for trying to say something. I think that if I were the governor, I think even though, yes, there is like a, a process that you probably should go through before you're able to speak with the governor. I'm sure that you would have to like request an appointment or like do something. I don't know if this guy took any of those regular steps, you know, he may have just was like, screw it. I'm just going to go try to confront this guy. And then like, I'm going to throw a big fit because I wasn't able to completely hijack like whatever his event was, you know, like it's, you can't like, yes, you can just, you should be able to speak with these people, but you also can't expect them to like, just forego anything they were ever going to do at all times because what if a citizen decides they want to speak with them at any moment you know like that is not how reality works uh so yeah i think maybe removing someone who's too disorderly is fine but like what they're doing at the capitol with um charging people with interrupting an official proceeding and they're getting years in jail or at least a year or at least seven months it depends it's usually like about a year people are getting like at what point are we like okay yeah you can't interrupt every meeting you otherwise these people would never get anything done but also like they shouldn't be punished i don't even think it should be called trespassing when it's the public no i mean and honestly if you were going to try to give somebody some sort of you know punishment okay for interrupting something or something like that it certainly would not be a fine okay because now you're just like specifically attacking poor people you're pretty much just saying if you're rich enough you can interrupt anything you know but if you're poor fuck you um and then uh when it comes down to to like sentencing somebody or something with an um, like time in jail i think that's also ridiculous if you wanted to set the bar you know in a good way as far as how you're gonna react to that wouldn't it be a good idea if you wanted to portray yourself as a caring entity who's actually looking out for the best interest of others and you're upset that someone keeps interrupting you from helping people like if that's the way you wanted to look wouldn't the appropriate response be to give someone maybe community service or something if they were to interrupt something like that like forcing them to help the community and being like well we actually care and since you interrupted this you know here's your punishment you're going to help the community or something like even that's too far for me well but, yeah you know. but you know, <laughs> yeah but you see what i'm saying though like if, mm, if you're yeah. if you were gonna do something and you wanted to punish somebody but you wanted to do it in a productive way that's not harsh you know that would be the appropriate way to handle any sort of thing like this where some guy hijacks something if you were going to punish somebody. But I think yeah. like, yeah, sure. If I was a governor, it would be different for sure. 
um, again, you couldn't just let someone interrupt any, everything you were ever going to do because people want to talk to you. But assuming that that's not like a common thing and this guy was just a rare incident, I would definitely want to have like spoken with him. I mean, it w- couldn't have been that hard. It would be, be it would be better for everyone, for all parties involved to just a- answer his questions and rather than reprimand him without even speaking to him at all, like have your aides kind of handle the dirty work for you while you, you know, I, it's just, it's Anything, not a good look like for Like even just having all. them say, look, you can meet with him afterwards and say your piece, but let him finish. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a good one. That would have been a good thing. That's to like say. what they, they did with Bernie. The remember they were just like, we'll let you talk to us and just get it, <laughs> you know, like yeah. give up the presidency and we'll let you like, I don't know, have a nice title or something. Yeah. We're, you know, there's, there's definitely different ways to look at everything. No doubt about it. Um, extra bullet just said, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Um, how you doing? Um, I don't know if you're even still in here cause I can't see a timestamp on that, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, uh, wish that I paid more attention to the live chat. I, I think I just kind of know that, it's it's slim and so i should be paying attention to these other things on my screen you know it's like but i do need to get better at that for sure but speaking of you know censorship in general um another thing that you know is making headlines i guess this one is from the hill you know marjorie taylor green ban fuels gop attacks on big tech i'm not going to go into that article i really just want to talk about the subject there um because i actually just the other day on the ride the fence Twitter page retweeted, you know, a screenshot that I took on my feed on Twitter. And it was from NPR um, had, you know, posted this, I guess an update, you know, on what's been going on as usual, because they're a news outlet. And it was just saying, um, you know, Justin Twitter confirms to NPR that it has banned Marjorie Taylor Greene's account for repeated, uh, violations of our COVID-19 misinformation policy. And at the time, um, I'm sure the numbers increased quite a bit, but it was at 27,000 likes. I mean, a lot of people had liked this thing, you know, this update that NPR's uh, Twitter page was giving. And as we all know, everybody who uses Twitter, you know, it kind of the news feed will tell you, hey, you know, so-and-so liked, like someone whose stuff you like or whose page you follow, if they like something, it'll recommend that to you kind of like on your feed as you're scrolling. I mean, this is a common thing. And so I follow Nina Turner. And so it said Nina Turner liked, and then it shows this thing. And I'm just like, what the hell, you know? Um, Obviously, I don't like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, I know I can speak for you, Christian, and say, you know, you don't like Marjorie Taylor Greene either. I mean, why the fuck would we? Um, She's next to Elizabeth Warren. She's she's so, you know, nevertheless, she persisted, you know, a GOP Cherokee. Yeah, she literally is part, you know, like she's point zero 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 two percent instead of point zero 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 one percent. On the, so it's twice. She as looks much like as, somebody. No, I'm not going to say that. But, but anyway, um, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, piece of garbage. Uh, even if you're a big Trump supporter, I mean, you, you I, I would still question you if you liked her because she's really out there. You know, like she we've we've already seen that she's deeply involved, you know, like in the pockets of like a lot of corporations um, and has profited greatly off of like. I think she's even inv- she's even like invested in these uh, vaccine companies, you know, like even though she's an anti like 
vaccine and all like under all these circumstances constantly talking shit about um i don't know she's a total conspiracy theorist i mean that's really all i have to say i don't i'm not going to talk about her for 30 minutes i mean she's awful she's, she's not interested she's not even like yeah no she's just boring she's like she's like even anybody who's watching this who likes donald trump even like even though she supports donald trump like i would still ask you like not only why do you like Donald Trump, but why do you like Marjorie Taylor Greene? Like it would it would make more sense to like Trump and still not like her, you know, because she's yeah. that ridiculous, you know. So I don't. I, all I know, like in the like in January, um, this past time, you know, this past year, um, I believe it was, or it was somewhere around that time because we did an episode on it. Um, we did an episode, and that was one of the topics we brought up, or one of the topics I brought up. Uh, she quoted Hitler and she was like quoting Hitler, not just to quote Hitler. Okay. Cause I don't have a problem with like s- someone quoting an awful person to speak about what they said or something like that. You know, like that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't believe in any form of censorship whatsoever. Is that know? a copy of mine? Um, I see sitting behind you and you're, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> you yeah, like have right. the collection. It's like, like oh yeah. It's so like, I, and strange. I have a fake mustache. I actually wear this to the grocery store. Jesus God. Like, but yeah, look, okay. So I, <laughs> um, look, oh, so you're too she, white to make that she joke. Quotes Hitler. Um, and it's, it's like the, the moral of the quote that she gave was something that's just like super basic. She could have quoted anyone, but instead she quoted Hitler, you know, it just did not make sense for her to do that. She was just specifically choosing to quote Hitler. Um, and I mean, she's just terrible, but her, but with all that being said, I still do not agree at all with her being censored or being taken off of Twitter or anywhere else. You know, it just is not appropriate. I understand that Twitter is a private company, but that is just like, so is AT&T. And yet anybody could go buy a phone and get service from AT&T right now. You know, I mean, there are differences between a post that's like almost a material thing. Like it's really not. It's totally digital, but it's as close to material as a digital thing can be where anyone can see it. Anyone can share it. Anyone can interact with it. You know, it's far more permanent and has a much greater effect than like one's phone call to another would, you know, but at the same time, times change people change you know we i don't want to say progress because i don't at this point i'm starting to ask myself like is technology really helping us at all or is it just like completely hurting us you know but it's like um we like times moved you know times continue to to change and we have to sort of adapt to that and one of the things that has happened over the years is we're far less likely as a society as people to make a phone call you know most of our interactions now really do occur on social media or you know through text messages or something like that and so we have to address that appropriately if we want to you know be able to to grow and have our freedoms and not have them completely just shit on by the federal government you know we have to be we have to make a stand and i think the the best thing that we could do um, is like make it make these companies public utilities so that they can't constantly censor people all the time or something. I mean, there's something has to be done. Um, and this happened the other day, and I think it's I brought it up for another reason, and it's because Nina Turner liked it. You know, um, we have all these sort of quote unquote progressive people. You know, they are supposedly they care about the working class, and they they say all the right things sometimes, and then 
other times they you know wear a, a you know eight thousand dollar dress to an eight thousand dollar ball and then you know sell tax the rich sweaters for eighty dollars on their website you know and stuff you know like i don't <laughs> i don't know like tax the rich by yeah. selling an overpriced campaign yeah. and she's contribution like, yeah, it's union made tax and rate. all this and that and you're like oh cool i want to support that but then you just like remember the total travesty that is like the advertising campaign she went on by having taxed the rich on the back of that dress and i never shit. thought yeah. about how funny that was until now because i'm so in support of tax the rich that i forgot that aoc i mean i'm so in support of raising taxes on the rich i forgot aoc like actually sold shirts on her website for herself to raise for a future campaign yes uh, not, which, not by the way she wins sort of by public like, overwhelming margins um yeah God, it's awful, you know, but you I have kind of always to some degree tried to place Nina Turner in a slightly separate category uh, because she isn't, you know, as spineless as people like AOC are, uh, you know, who, you know, don't vote or, you know, not. What, what was her vote? No vote? Or what is it called when you don't yay or nay? You just like present. Present. You know? Yeah. But can so I say just, something really fast, sure. dude? I, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I bought a lot of slogany things from Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders during the 2020 campaign. And I spent the money on the $40 t shirt and the stickers and sure. to give them a boost because <laughs> I had more faith in that back then. And I liked the fact that it makes the news that. No matter how much money these other people are taking from corporations, Bernie's leading. And like, you know, it's a great headline. But so I don't want to make, I mean, AOC is not doing anything I'm against by selling tax root shirts. But when you see how ineffectual she's been. Yeah, that's the point for sure. Rubbing salt in the the, wound. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about the, it's not about the fact that she's selling the sweater. It's not about that it costs a little bit more because it's union made. It has nothing to do with that. It's the fact that in the end, it's not to help anybody. It's just to continuously be a piece of garbage until, you know, what it seems like she's trying to do is get that pension, you know, you know, and then maybe she'll do something, you know, like who knows? I don't know. But it, but I try to place Nina Turner in a different category because even when it came down to, you know, are you going to endorse Joe Biden? Are you going to give a full endorsement of Joe Biden? It was like, you know, it's like your anti-endorsement this place plate of shit or whatever, you know, or eat half a plate of shit or I forgot what she said, but it was, it was awesome. And I was like, okay, thank you that somebody, you know, somebody who, you know, was a surrogate for Sanders, you know, constantly stump gave stump speeches for him and stuff like that riled up the crowds for him doesn't endorse this piece of garbage you know it finally somebody has a spine because i to the very end still never did never will never support joe biden under any yeah. circumstances whatsoever no. after the neither of us is. voted for him we hate trump and neither of us voted yeah, for biden. i just can't clear stand donald trump either you know so it's i just believe they're all these all these people are garbage but i was like okay well i don't agree with nina turner on everything just like i didn't agree with bernie sanders on everything actually i disagree with him on all kinds of shit but it, i agreed with him on health care so i was like okay let's do this you know and like let's enough for me to say okay well he's better at least than the other people like maybe he'll do something slightly decent and you know he's he has a better track record than a lot of them do um he's more genuine he seems more legit um and so i liked her when even she didn't back down the way that i feel like bernie sanders did and totally betrayed everybody 
And so I was like, okay, I want to like her. But then over time, I've seen her support all these, you know, gun control policies and stuff like that, that I think are ridiculous things that are clearly slanted against the poor. Um, They're all about fining people. It's all all about taxing the poor out of being able to defend themselves from others. Um, It's it's inappropriate. You can see the number of years, you know, like life in prison or a seventy five thousand dollar fine if you didn't register this weapon or you didn't pay a tax on it or something. I mean, just ridiculous things that even I would think the most liberal person who's still within reason would say that's not right you know like you would hope that someone would if they could be honest out loud would say those things you know and I would see her supporting them and just kind of jumping on that democrat vote blue no matter who mindset bandwagon and being like man that's disappointing but still wanting to think that there's like a little bit more that I'm going to like and she still is capable of saying things that I agree with. She's been on the Young Turks a few times, a show that I'm really not a big fan of at all. Um, I actually find it kind of annoying most of the time. Um, But she'll say good things on the show. Like, she'll take slots of time to say things that I agree with, just like other people. I mean, there are times when people that I never agree with say things I agree with. It happens, you know? Um, But I think this was more like kind of the last straw for me. I can't speak for Christian here, but I I feel like me just seeing her liking that, like as simple as liking it, it's like I would never heart react that, you know, like I don't I just don't think that we need to be supporting the censorship of these people, even if they're what they're saying is questionable, or even if we can say, hey, that's 100% definitely false. You know, they're an individual person. They have the right to say whatever they're going to say, just like everyone else. Like, yes, even though a phone call is not the same thing as a tweet, um, I I kind of go the public utility route because I think like, yeah, true, but now everyone has the same level of responsibility. You know, now we all kind of have the same opportunity to get somewhere unless these companies give some people the upper hand over others, which is what's happening now. You know, they're kind of picking and choosing and, you know, coronating and into, you know, one group and saying, okay, well, you can kind of just say whatever the hell you want, even if it's wrong, even if it's not backed up by anything. We're just going to say, okay, well, we've decided that what you say is the truth, and so, you know, you're allowed to speak it at all times, but y'all over Uh here, even if what you say is right, because we decided we don't like you, we're just going to go ahead and censor everything you say. We're going to go ahead and put disclaimers on all of it and let let people know that our, you know, independent fact checkers have determined that this is false or something like that, or constantly putting the COVID shit on everything. If it says anything like the word virus or something like that, it's like this obnoxious disclaimer and like spamming you with all that information all the time. Um, I mean, it's just obnoxious. It's obnoxious. I mean, it really is. They should be embarrassed. It's it's awful and it's not helping. It's creating more division. You know, it's like making people, not trust anyone even more it's like doing the opposite of what they're saying that they're doing it for and it's so specific you start to ask yourself like it could that possibly be on purpose that they're trying to you know create the division or what you know you don't know really because it's like so obnoxious but i think what's happening is overall Mm -hmm. people on the left and even on the right are all kind of coming to some agreements on some stuff and being like, well, you know what? I think all of us agree that they shouldn't be able to do this because 
ultimately, you know, you cheer on Donald Trump, you know, getting kicked off of Twitter. And it's like, I don't even remember what I said about that when it happened. I mean, somebody could probably go back and fi- find what I said. They could go find the clip, uh, whatever segment happened right yeah. after that happened and probably find something that I said that's questionable or something where I'm like, fuck him anyway, you know, or something. But at the end of the day, though, I do think the appropriate, like no matter what I've said, I think the appropriate, you know, um, way to look at this in the end um, from that standpoint is just to think to yourself, who's next, you know? Like when you allow one person to be taken off of there for no like truly concrete reason, what happens next? Because it's not just Donald Trump that's gotten kicked off of Twitter. It's millions and millions of people all over the world who've been kicked off of there for having opinions that, you know, were considered conspiratorial or false or, you know, misinformation, which is a really strong and confusing word in and of itself. Misinformation. Um, (laughs) It's just not very clear, is it? You know, now the New York Times, they sold us into the Iraq war, but they get, they're never going to be censored. Yeah, they're Neither never misinformation. If anything, they're the independent fact checker, kind of like like those sorts of groups. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. do you really believe that? I mean, uh, his, I mean, I know for me, for myself, I've went and looked at like politi- PolitiFact or whatever, you know, all those different, the people, the fact checking groups, you know, all the different websites that fact check things. And when you read the article, a lot of times it's just an opinion. I mean, you read it and you're like, well, that's just your interpretation of that quote. Like you can't interpret a quote in a specific way, even though someone else might take it totally differently and then just determine that that is the truth and that the other person's opinion is the lie, you know, and then just claim it's false you know, it's kind of like uh, when Joe Biden, right before he got elected, um, he was, a, I think he was in the in the midst of some union workers. I don't know what trade they were, but the guy was like, are you going to, you know, take our guns away or something like that? And he's like, no, I'm not going to take your AR-14 or something, which I don't even think is a gun. Um, and I, but that's what he said. He's like, no, we're not going to take away your AR-14s. Or no, he said, you don't need an AR-14 or something. Like he he told the guy, you don't need an AR-14 or blah, 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 blah. Anyway, he ends up saying, I don't remember exactly what I said. If someone sees this, please comment it. I mean, that'd be great um, because I, I'd like to see that clip again. But he ends up telling this guy in the video, he says, I don't work for you you know, uh, to the fucking, to the union guy, you know? And so people, of course, post, you know, the picture of him like yelling at this guy, like looking sternly, talking sternly to him. I don't, I don't know if I would say yelling. In case you're wondering. Yeah, please look it up. Um, so the people are like, you know, posting like the little picture of him, like talking to this guy and kind of like, towering over him with I don't work for you and everybody on Facebook I posted the little picture of it and so did a lot of other people I saw it a lot but then Facebook fact checked this and said that it's been determined that that's false because that he did but then when you read it that's not what it's saying it's not saying he didn't say it it's saying that it's not contextual you know what I mean it's like oh well he didn't mean I don't work for like the citizens he meant like you know like it's ridiculous 
Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. This yeah. is on this is this is on USA Today. They did a fact check, and the the it says yes, Biden did tell a Detroit worker, "I'm not working for you." They say, and this is just bullshit. They say yes, Biden said that, but context is missing. Yes, and I read, yes. it and it's the context is not missing. This the exact conversation is, "You're working for me, man." The worker told Biden, "I'm not working for you." Biden said, "Give me a break, man. Don't be such a horse's ass." But the conversation between the two before those words were exchanged, I'm quoting USA Today, provides additional context to the quote in the meme. As as he was walking through, one person stopped him, accused him of actively trying to end our Second Amendment right and take away our guns. The vice president told the worker he wasn't accurately accurately describing his stance on gun control. I want to remind us, he said that he was going to put... Beto O'Rourke in charge. Beto O'Rourke is still yes. not in charge, by the way. He's gone, but he's trying to run for shit. He's never going to win in Texas. Um, <laughs> let's see here. He wasn't accurately describing his stance on gun control, calling him full of shit. So he didn't just call him a horse yeah. ass. He also says he's full of shit. This is Joe Biden speaking to a union construction worker who's questioning him in public. And you can actually see the video of it, too. It's amazing. <laughs> Listen to this. He, he also said he owned shotguns and that his yeah. sons hunt. The exchange, the exchange continued to grow more tense as a man repeated his accusation. The worker fired back that he'd seen a viral video of the former vice president saying he'd take away people's guns. Biden said the videos were simply a lie. I mean, this is all fine, but that's the thing is that's not out of context at all. Yeah, it's not. It's not out of context at all. There's nothing. (laughs) It's and this is this is this never ends. It's like that with everything. You know, you end up seeing all the stuff and they they do it to whatever they choose. You know, like I said, they basically crown a few different groups of people king. You know, like if you have. <laughs> like, she, just to lighten this is the mood, not a Democrat. To lighten the she, mood a little bit, y'all. Um, sorry, they don't. Uh, you know, they they pick a few people and they say you can say whatever you want, and then everybody else they just say, okay, well, we're going to fact check it with independent fact checkers. And every single time you end up clicking on it, nine times out of ten, nine times out of them ten, it is an opinion. It's an opinion piece. It is a quote, and then it's their opinion as as to why it's taken out of context. It, it's every single time. And when you read it, you're like, hold up. You know, this is not false at all. You know, it's actually yeah. totally true. And it's usually totally true. So, I mean, it's not always true. That I've definitely seen some things on there that were crazy. But at the end of the day, it's not facebook or twitter's responsibility to think for people you know and to determine the conclusion that you should arrive at when you hear something that's not their job and they you know so they they i don't care if it's a private company okay there are just some boundaries that are being crossed that i don't think even a private company should be able to cross when they're capitalizing on your you know, human need to communicate with other humans, you know, like they've just now decided how we're going to try to make some money off of you just socializing with other people. And then it's like, oh, well, now we're a private company. So we just have the right to decide what you are and aren't allowed to say to people. No, I think that's no, I don't give a fuck private company. These nuts, you know what I mean? I just, that's crazy, dude. Um, so I think that was definitely worth talking about for sure, man. I don't, it's not about liking Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's about just believing that people should have the right to, to say whatever they want and that that should not be taken away from them for any reason whatsoever. Um, it's, there are sacrifices that are made in all of these situations, you know, like 
all of our individual liberties, you know, do not come uh, without some sort of price. You know, you, you, everyone's allowed to say whatever they want. And that means that some people are going to say some dumb shit. Some people are going to start some shit, but in the end, everyone has to sort of accept those losses so that everyone has that right to do, you know, that individual, you know, that thing, you know, and that's, it's that way with everything. It's, it's pretty much my stance on most things, you know, the same thing I feel that way about guns, you know, I'm not an avid gun collector, you know, I don't go do target practice all the time and just think that guns are the greatest thing in the world. I have friends who do think that way and who do feel that way, but I certainly don't at all, not even a little bit, but I just believe that that is an unfortunate reality that we live in in this world um, where guns exist. I wish they did not exist, that the world would be an objectively better place. No one could argue with that if guns did not exist at all. Um, yeah. But sadly, they do. Sadly, we know how to make them. It's actually not that um, advanced or high tech, you know, at all. It's like not even slightly. So yeah. it's easy to recreate. Um we have far more complicated objects out there that people can make at their house, so they can definitely make guns, no problem. Um, and so as a society, we have to accept the fact that there are going to be some awful things that occur because everyone's allowed to have a gun. But those are just, in a way, that sadly, a sacrifice, if you will, we have to make so that everyone can have that liberty to defend themselves from those bad people, you know, who would do those bad things with guns, you know, because those people will exist no matter what. Um, I, I feel like those, those two things are just like, even though they're not exactly the same, they're, they're similar in that way. You know, I just wanted to kind of draw that similarity there because that's how I look at it personally. Um, I know not everybody looks at it that way. Um, and I wanted to talk about this other thing that happened speaking of this, the gun shit. Um, so, there's a story about this police officer, um, and I, I was reading this right before um, we went live, um, and her name is Sergeant Marlene Ritmanic or something, and there was another guy who shot and another officer um, who was apparently in critical condition. They don't know if this person's going to live. Now, I can't stand cops, um, you know, 99.9% of the time. I'm aware that good cops of course exists somewhere in the world. There is some good person who's a police officer. You know what I mean? Like they are certainly there. Um, okay, quick story again. Cause I just, all I'm good for is interrupting. There's only one person that I ever met that I was, well, actually that's not true. I, I'm sure there's good cops like you said out there, but I met one guy that actually I hung out with and like, was like, Oh, he's a cop. And he was super attractive. And I was like, damn, like you were not a normal cop and come to find out like a year or two later, asked my friend, I was like, whatever happened with that super hot dude who was a cop. And she was like, cause they lived in a different place. And she was like, Oh, he got found. They found out that he was stealing gas from like the, the gas station they use for cop cars. Like he was taking it <laughs> and he got fired. And now he's like working somewhere in Miami. And I was like, cool. So the only cop I ever liked was like an anti-cop cop. I, you know, I mean, again, you know, me and him, me and Christian here, both being the deeply, um, you know, just devout religious like zealots that we are, um, have never had any sort of run in with the police whatsoever. So we come from a place of complete ignorance on law enforcement. We've never <laughs> spoken with them before, but okay. So anyway, you know, it's, <clears throat> I, I, I'd say this, I, 
when I read the story, as much as I still am not a big fan of law enforcement most of the time, um, there are obviously exceptions. There are obviously people out there who do the right thing. Um, I just haven't met them. So um, if you know these people, please. I've met even people who are like cops or in training or work at the department or their boyfriend did, and they were about to get a job doing it too. Like in working in the restaurant industry, you meet all sorts of people. You meet people who are teachers and they're only working there once a week. You meet people who are cops. And so I've met cops, but guess what? I used to work with a cop. He, we smoked weed, you know, he'd give me a ride home if I needed it. Uh, super chill. Sorry, this cat, I'm about to throw it off my balcony. Um, not really, but guess what? He turned out to be a fucking douchebag. He turned out to be a total asshole. He was a loser. Anyways, we only let him hang around cause he was dating this girl that also wanted to hang around. They're both like not even that interesting of people. I've never, I mean, I didn't even like this guy. And I'm like, of course you're a fucking cop. Then I had a job a couple of years later where I met this girl who's going into cop training and she was a bad, but she was a shitty person already. She was just shitty. And then she was about to be a bad cop. She was like, when I'm a cop, I'm going to tell them you can do this and you can't do that. And she was ready to be like a bully cop. She was excited. I mean, this before she even went through training. So like I met cops. I just actually don't like most of them. Like even the ones that are nice, I think they're bland people. There's a reason you ended up in that job. Not all of them, not everyone, but like people who really like stay there for a while, we don't tend to yeah. hang out. In the so same I, 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 so we tell this. So we speak on the story as people Sorry. who generally just don't love the cops. You know, I mean, I'm <laughs> sure that there's a good cops out there. Again, I'm sure that they exist. I just have not met them, um, but I'm sure they're out there. I mean, technically, there's an exception to every rule, right? There's always there's always an exception to the rule. So there's got to be a good one, right? I mean, there has to right, be there's one or somewhere. two good priests. Okay, so anyway, two these two police officers went. Um, someone called about some dogs that were barking loudly and they had been left in a car. Um, my opinion, good a reason. That's actually a good reason to call the cops. I think it should be a good reason. Like if I saw dogs in a car with the windows rolled up and they were barking and it was hot outside or cold outside, I would immediately, if the car was not running, um, be thinking, how are we going to get these, you know, dogs out of this car? You know what I mean? Like if I feel like they're trapped in the car, I would, I don't know if I would run up to a cop. I, I feel like now I've had a, enough bad experiences with the police. I probably wouldn't call the police. Um, I would go to the front desk of the building or something. I would try to do something different, but yeah. we have to remember that some people don't know this, you know, they don't know that our police suck most of the time. So they, um, you know, would call the cops. But anyway, in this situation, I don't think that the police were at fault at all. So I, I want to just take that off the table because this is actually a really fucked up story that made me pretty sad actually for the cops. Um, so someone called the police. Damn. It'll blow your mind. Um, the, the, so the police are called because these, this dog's barking in a car um, or these dogs are barking in a car. And the police answer the call. Um, they find the car. I think they ran the plates or something like that. Found out that there is the person who owns the car or the, or maybe it's the girl who owned the car. And then they knew that he would be with her or something like that. I'm not sure, but it's one of the two. Okay. But anyway, they, they, they eventually find out that the dogs barking in the car are connected to a guy who has warrants out for his arrest for burglary and theft and some other shit like that. Um, he has warrants for failure to appear. So he had already like gotten everything set up and gotten a court date and then just didn't show up. And so they automatically put a warrant out for his arrest for not showing up to court for this, these theft charges. Um, so 
you know, at face value, reasonable reason um, to have a warrant out for your arrest, a reasonable reason for a cop to be like, oh, well, this this is relevant to the case. You know, like the person that left their dogs barking in a car in a parking lot actually also has warrants out for their arrest. So they're just an all around for theft. Yes. Not for, for marijuana yeah, possession. Yeah, yeah. Not for exactly. Exactly. So it's actually something wrong that they're they allegedly did. Um, and I say allegedly because, again, just because you're going to court for something does not mean that you're guilty of it. You know what I mean? That is not how it works, folks. Innocent. You're innocent until you're proven guilty. That burden is on prosecution. It is not on you to prove that you didn't do anything. It's on them to prove that you did. That's how it works. Um, so uh, they go to the front desk, the police officers. They go to the front desk and they ask, you know, is this guy here? I think his name is Derek Sullivan or... Um, his girlfriend, something Harris, um, and they're saying, Kamala. you know, yeah, Kamala is Kamala here. Um, <laughs> she's like, I can, I can like, hear you, you, Charlemagne. I can hear you. Um, so they go to the front desk and they're like, is, or, you know, these people here and they say, yeah, he's in room 308 or whatever I think was the room number. They walk over to the room number, uh, knock on the door for 15 minutes, apparently 14 minutes. They said, actually, I think it was 14 minutes. They gave like specific times for this. So I think they're starting to learn that they can't lie because everything's being recorded by somebody, um, which is cool. And so they keep banging on the door for 14 minutes. And um, eventually the girl opens the door. She's pregnant, um, visibly pregnant, apparently, and like uses her belly to like try to keep the cops from getting in the room or something like that. I don't I, some sort of strange shit. Anyway, <laughs> this what? guy, the guy who's probably baby daddy or something like that, I don't know, um, ultimately ends up shooting one police officer in the head. He pulls out a gun, shoots one of the cops in the head. Okay. There, it, from my understanding of this story now, maybe other details come out later that change this whole thing. Okay. So I'm only speaking on what's available at this exact moment in the time, January before 4th, the trial, 1057 p.m. These are all accusations we don't i don't this has not been proven in court or anything like that and it's a developing story okay we don't know everything but based on what is out there right now at this exact moment in time while we're going live right now um the the guy um pulls out a gun shoots one police officer in the head shoots the other police officer i think misses her once or hits her i know he hits her at least one time okay and then she's running away um, and he chases her down and they like are battling on the ground. Okay. So he's already shot this other person in the head who, by the way, is alive right now in critical condition. Um, and oh then shoots God. her, um, he had emergency surgery or something like that shoots the other guy. Okay. And, or shoots the lady. This is a lady that he uh, executes here. Um, so he shoots her. She's running away. He chases her down. Um, they end up fighting on the ground and his gun is jammed. So he's trying to shoot her in the head, but he can't because his gun's jammed. And she's trying to point her gun at him, which great reason to, okay? Any police officer in this situation, blow their fucking head off. You know what I mean? Like Any police, person. Any human, situation. exactly. I mean, it's like, just shoot him. You know what I mean? You have my full support. The public, you have the... I mean, you should, at least. I'm sure the media could find a way to spin this and make you know it into to a completely different story. But... Um, you know, in this case, I guess they didn't. So they're, he's trying to stop her from fully getting her gun pointed at him while trying to unjam his gun at the same time. So baby mama, who's pregnant, by the way, um, like runs up 
this pregnant lady. I mean, this is crazy. They're both crazy. Um, they're both crazy. No shit. Um, it started with her trying to block the doorway with her belly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the whole thing is nuts. So, um, he's like telling her get the gun unjammed or something like that. I guess it eventually she like ends up getting the gun out of his hand. So then he's able to like fully get this other police officer's gun. So he takes her gun. Now she's completely unarmed on the ground. You know, he's got complete control of the situation. And then I believe this is someone there's an either an eyewitness or a video of this um or otherwise they wouldn't be able to give all these details but she's beg she like begs him you know please don't shoot me you don't have to do this like begs him over and over again and then he kills her um and then baby mama's like you got to get out of here you know and then he runs off to the car and leaves and then she goes back and then this is what really kills me after all of it this is what like if this isn't bad enough um it says like this, it throws it in there like it's a minor detail. And so I'm actually asking myself now, you know, and was when I was reading it, like, am I understanding this correctly? Because then she goes back to the room to get her kids who were in the room at the time. So I, I'm like, okay, so did this dude just shoot a cop in the head and then shoot this other lady and then chase her down, take her gun and shoot her in front of children? Like, did some of this occur in front of kids? Um, like, because she had to go back to the room to get her kids, which is where this all started. So, um, and then leave. Now, they're both arrested now. They got them both. I mean, why would you think you could get away with any of this? I just don't even understand how, like, that, how you arrive at that thought. Pro like, what would possibly make you think that that, I, I just don't get it. Um but it's I a mean, it started with them calling attention to themselves while he's has a warrant out for his arrest by locking yeah. dogs in the car. I mean, and the only thing I could think is maybe they thought, well, wait till nighttime and sneak the dogs in or something. But like, yeah, get rid of I, I don't know something about it. It does sound like there's maybe drugs involved or something that causes them to not fully understand that, like, they're going down. Like, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? This is a crazy situation that I just. I don't see how you could arrive at you, you could make any of these decisions thinking that it would go well for you. Um, it, it's really fucked up. And, and here's what makes it even more complex for me. I think is somebody who does not support the death penalty. Um, the, the department is of course seeking the death penalty. They said that this, I believe this area, they don't even usually, I don't even think they're allowed to, or usually do the death penalty anymore. You know, it's not an option, but, but they, they want it because the guy I killed a cop. Yes. It was a regular civilian. They'd be like, yeah. Oh, whatever. But the story is so fucked up. It's like, he basically executed this lady. You know what I mean? Like, like to her face yeah. while she's begging for a lot. I mean, it really is so extraordinary, but I want to say that even if like as fucked up as it is, I don't, I still don't. There's a couple ways that I look at it. I mean, one, <laughs> I feel like life in prison is so much worth worse than death um, mm -hmm. because you are forced to be nobody forever and like make nothing of your life. And you like have to waste your time like you are forced to waste all of your time and ultimately be eaten up by guilt if you have any sort of conscience whatsoever, um, because you have to accept like the fact that you have done something that's so bad that society is determined that you are just not fit to be in society at all. Um but 
also, you know, so that's one way to look at it. Um, if you're like wanting that punishment, you know, like it's worse for someone to have to just be a hated member of society who's not even really a member of society anymore, um, society anymore for the rest of their life. That's worse than death. Um, and then they're going to end up dying anyway and having been nobody. And it's like even worse than just dying. Like it's almost too easy to just kill somebody. Um, to pay for murder. Um, and then the, another thing, or any other crime, really. Um, and then another thing is I don't trust, you know, do you, the listener, you know, anybody listening to this right now, trust the government enough that you believe that they should be able to, under any circumstances, determine um, which American citizen lives or dies, or and even if they're not an American citizen. I mean, just like a human being in general. Do you think the government... I mean, we're not talking about the military here at all, by the way. I mean, just take that out of the equation because I don't even know how to, like, I, I don't think that's justified most of the time either. So, but I guess I could see how someone would use that as an argument to their advantage here. But I just don't think that the government has any right to to determine that. I mean, have we not seen enough cases, you know, appealed, like the, the Senate's, the the conclusion was appealed and then it you know overruled later you know and how many times has that happened how many time has how many times has someone been exonerated after they've been executed you know or after they spent their whole life in prison and died yeah. so i don't think that it's a i don't think that for that risk it's appropriate you know and i don't think it's it's acceptable for society as a whole or a jury or anyone for that matter to play God and determine who lives or dies, you know, like that. I don't think that's okay. So, yeah. um, but it's a pretty crazy story and I'm sure that that's going to get a lot of people talking about the death penalty again on the right, because for whatever reason, they seem to just have like a deep love for it. Um, and I think that this is one of those cases where even if you don't care for the death penalty, it could it would almost make you say okay well actually here i could see why that's okay or something because it's so outrageous you know and so it would make any like a lot of reasonable people say well actually in this case i'm totally for it like even if you're not. i mean if we're going to start killing the cops who execute people then yeah if we're not going to start doing that then no yeah you know I, i'm not really because that's oversimplification i still don't know how i feel about the death penalty but i'm saying if you yeah i don't know are like well this is an execution style this is somebody pleading for their life well I, that happens way more often with cops shooting civilians who are pleading for their lives than it does the other way around i mean this is like one cop killed i mean i'm sorry but i'm not saying cops aren't involved in gunfire all the sure. time but like no give I me a break the cops are the ones who are death squads who go around and shoot people in the back and yeah. whatever the fuck they want to do all the time yeah Exactly. So I, you know, there's, there's a lot of layers here for sure. Um, I, I want to say also too, that I clicked over to YouTube just of course, to make sure everything's still working again and saw that KRTD media said, Hey, so I just want to say, Hey, to you as well. Um, and I guess this really gives me a good opportunity to, um, you know, give a shout out to Indy left. Um, again, just because I really do appreciate what, um, you're doing, man. Um, I do, I, I like the fact that you're just kind of aggregating a lot of different outlets out there that normally I wouldn't see because most of these, you know, Google and Yahoo and all these other places that aggregate articles, um, are of course not going to share a lot of the things that, um, are actually relevant, you know, like the other side of the story, um, in a lot of cases. And, 
it's it's refreshing to see that people do that. So anybody who, you know, kind of just wants to have like that extra exposure, but to maybe not necessarily totally mainstream shit all the time. Um, I do, I do recommend, you know, checking Indie Left News out. Um, and I think he's also got the network now, you know, he's, he's actually reached out to me. We've spoken several times. We've spoken for a long time now and he's, he's offered us to, to be on there. So we may end up doing that at some point. I don't know. Um, that would be kind of cool. I think, um, so yeah, but I I don't know, man, I think we've talked about a lot and we've been on here for like an hour so. I don't want to, you know, uh, go on for too long. Um, one other thing I wanted to say is about this, you know, police stuff here, you know, we see these articles all the time and it does really seem like, you know, usually, um, in the past, well, I don't know if I want to say that either because now we've seen so much like anti-police stuff be on mainstream outlets over the past few, you know, couple of years now too. So I don't know. I don't really know. But um, all I know is I, I saw one by the Hill before I saw that particular one. Um, and it says, you know, the, the title of this, this article is police officer responding to shooting discovers victim is her son. And then I, you know, started reading and apparently this lady, you know, answers a call, her son had been shot in the head or something. I mean, something really awful to walk up on and stuff like that. And she was a police officer and it was her kid. Um, and a police officer didn't, I don't, it wasn't a police officer responsible for it or anything, but I think these sorts of things are starting to pop up. And this is just my opinion. I mean, I can't prove this, but I think it's starting to pop up more because, now that the Democrats have won, you know, now that the Democrats have sort of used um, these tragedies to win a few voters right at the last minute and gain this power. Do, now, do you want to watch they, a cat murder live? <laughs> Y'all want to see what happens when a cat won't let me record? Go. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think that those sorts of things are starting to pop up because they kind of need to build that vote blue no matter who trust in the police you know and kind of like glorify the military industrial complex and the you know prison industrial complex and stuff like that as much as they possibly can now that it's got a democratic seal of approval on it you know because we got to remember joe biden has been for all this stuff forever i mean he's voted for all these crime bills he's been proud of it he's screamed it from the rooftops for 50 years how proud he is to be on every I wrote major the crime, crime bill. bill I wrote the damn bill and it's like every single crime bill he's so proud of it I mean I could I can and already have on the show p- played clips of him saying that shit so I I mean this is public information you know anyone has access to it and he has said it on many occasions he's very proud of his you know prison industrial complex record and his military industrial complex record. So I think that these sorts of articles, you know, police officer responding to shooting discovers victim is her son. Obviously that's not something that happens every day. Um, But all kinds of stuff that has never happened before or doesn't happen every day happens every single day. Um, And uh, so they, they're choosing what, which ones they put at the very, you know, high up on the list of of news articles on Google and other news aggregators. I mean, someone is making these calls. You know, someone is making the choice to say, hey, I want this to be the 15th article down out of 30 articles, you know, that 
are the only topics we're going to even post today on Google News or for the next 12 hours unless some major breaking thing happens. Like someone is making those calls and saying that that that's not like obviously. Yeah, try to look up Epstein right now. Yeah. See when it comes up on Google News. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these sorts of things, um, someone's calling these shots and they are trying to give that sort of love back to the police that they have you know, taken advantage of taking away from society, you know, like they kind of piggybacked on fuck the police sort of like half ass, you know, whenever it benefited them and to try to get those left wing voters. And now they're, I love how you changed it from defund the police to fuck the police. Like I'm kidding, but but, you know, but, but that's what they did. And now they want to, to sort of say hey actually they're not so bad you know they they're just humans just like us and so they kind of it's like you can almost see what they're doing you know they'll be like oh but what about the poor women you know like what about the women in the middle eastern countries that we decided we're going to stop bombing and harassing for decades you know like what about them what happens to them when we go as soon as we leave they're all just going to get raped at the same time. You know, it's like, that's like the narrative that they put out there, the most obnoxious, fucked up thing ever to try to tug on your, you know, emotions and like make you feel like strangely patriotic staying and bombing and harassing, you know, people and killing women and children. You know, it's like now... And propping up warlords who had child sex slaves. Yeah, it's just disgusting. um, And I think most people are sick of it. And so, you know, that's really uh, why I wanted to bring it up. When I saw it, I just, I laughed out loud. Not because I think it's funny what that woman went through, because I think that's tragic, but because I think that this group has the audacity to sort of always put that exact thing that, you know, you would expect them to put, like the, the stuff that you would expect them to put their money behind. It always... I don't know. They, they're just so predictable in the worst way. But anyway, if you haven't subscribed to us yet, um, please make sure if you're on YouTube to not only click that subscribe button, but click the little bell and then click all so you actually get notified when a video comes out. And uh, wherever you're at, please click subscribe. Please click follow. And leave us five stars. Leave us a thumbs up. Uh, leave us a nice review, a good comment or something like that, and share this with other people because I'm way too broke to advertise, to pay for advertising right now. It's just not going to happen. Um, is there anything else you wanted to, like, that, you know, popped up recently that you wanted to talk about before we go that, you know, maybe we missed? No, I just had one last comment about what you were talking about, but I don't know if it's a good way to end the episode or not. It's okay. Just shoot. So, let's see it. Um, or let's hear it. I don't know. Just uh, just in regards to what you said about how like they want to say that cops are like just normal people too. The thing is, everyone's normal people too. That was That's the thing about the history of the world and how evil things get done is that like a bunch of people didn't come together and conspire to create massive like inequities and like power structures that crush entire populations, you know, like things happen because people just accept their role in society and, Oh, it's just a job. I've been to jail for very stupid things just like you have. And I've sat there and looked at the people who aren't actual officers, but whose entire job is a correctional officer. I I just said, they're not officers. They don't go out in the street and patrol, but they come to a building every day with heavy security and sit at a desk and push papers and they sit there and they'll say, it's going to take eight hours to process you out of here. And you go and you get your picture taken and you sit in a chair and these people 
they have decided that this is a decent paying job with a decent pension or whatever, that it's easy and they turn off their consciousness every day and they go home to their families and they pretend that they don't like that this part of the world is separate. They see, they view inmates as inmates and other people as people. And that is how normal individuals make the day. I walk by homeless people just leaving my the front of my building to go to the nearest store, no matter how good or bad my day is going, no matter how generous I'm feeling or how much cash I have in my pocket. I walk by people whose life is destitute right in front of me. And I could break the rules every single day and, and risk eviction and like secretly leave the door open so they can come inside and inhabit the hallways. But I, like most people, don't to even think to do that and walk into my building. And, you know, I, I try to have compassion for people who are homeless, but like, I also know what it's like to, as a human being to turn off in your mind, the suffering of others. Cause you feel like I just got to make it through the day. I'm having a hard day. I can't stop and feel my heart breaking for every single thing that happens. Every single person whose dog died today and who's on the side of the road and this and that. And so this is how people get themselves into weird situations. So when this cop was shot and executed, she, she did not deserve to be executed. I mean, my God, but she was knocking down someone's door for 15 minutes, demanding that they obey the laws of the state. And this was a fugitive who clearly is far gone mentally and wasn't planning on, on obeying the laws of the state. Most people aren't going to find themselves knocking on someone's door, trying to get in their fucking business. And you know, my dad is very pro cop. And if you asked him why, one of the deep reasons why is because he used to be friends with a cop named Tim who got shot supposedly. I mean, this is the, what he told me for years. I don't know the details, but it was a drug raid and the, and his friend was raiding someone's home. Uh, and when they knocked down the door, they started firing bullets. And for my entire life, I always thought I liked this guy. He was nice enough, but like, what was he doing knocking down someone's door? And what did you expect? If that's what you do day in and day out for your job? is pull people over, inspect their property, go through their shit and try to fuck their life up. And so did this guy deserve to be arrested? Yeah. Do we need some sort of security state? Yeah. But like, I would have people think about that. Like, you yeah, know, I, I don't know, you know, that's fair. I mean, again, I, I, I'm, I'm on the cop side on this one, obviously, even though I don't support, you know, I mean, I don't want to say I don't, I mean, well, I don't, I mean, I don't like, and I don't really support the police at all. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm just not a big fan in general, have had no real good experiences with cops that I can remember um, ever. And um, well, in this particular case, you're right. I mean, she was investigating animal abuse. Yeah, this person, I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, this is like a definitely, I'm just saying, like when you said common, like cops are people, I was just yeah. saying they put themselves in. They make themselves cogs in a machine like they go out of their yeah. way to make they themselves make you do, less you are people and more officer. You know, yeah, you're making the, I Sorry. mean, yeah, it's definitely a decision someone's making to put themselves at that at risk. And, you know, this woman knew the, you know, the choices before she, you know, was went there. She knew or not the choices. She knew the possibilities, you know, before she made that choice. She knew what could what could happen. I mean, she maybe you can't imagine every single you know, scenario ever. I'm not saying she knew like, well, if I this happens, a guy might wrestle me and then ends up shooting me while I beg for my life. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, she knew that it could end in death. That this person may not be friendly. They may not be happy that a police officer is coming to take them away from society and lock them up like an animal. You know, um, this, you know, for some reason, people don't always act happily, you know, when they're confronted with that sort of, you know, reality. I don't know what, what well, word you would use. People commit you know? more crimes when the law's after them. Cause you get to a point where you're like, 
I'm well, going to jail anyway. Anyway, yeah. Now it doesn't matter. So why b- follow any other rules? You know. Um, so I don't. I don't know what this guy did. I don't know, but I definitely am not on his side. I think he should definitely spend the rest of his life in prison and have, you yeah. know, pretty much no sort of freedom whatsoever. Um, you know, whatever the closest thing is to solitary confinement without solitary confinement, you know, um, you can get, you know, just as, as minimal of a, of, of a, of any sort of joy as he could possibly ever experience for all eternity for what he did. But at the same time, yeah, I do think you're right that people do need to understand that this is something they're signing up for, you know, like it's not that you shouldn't feel that empathy, you know, to some extent, because you're a human and obviously you're going to feel that way and you shouldn't just like block that out completely because they are a police officer or something. But at the same time, yeah, they are. It is true that they are. They signed up for it. Um, Well, I guess if there's anything positive to take from my rant, because that was just kind of pointless, like, okay, this woman still was doing her job and someone does need to investigate animal abuse. And no, you can't commit theft and go stay in a hotel with someone else's money or whatever, you know, like, so it's very true. I, we need security, but what I'm trying, I guess the only positive thing I would say is the less cops that have to respond to situations, and the more that you can offer actual help to people, the less times you'll have cops being attacked because there are plenty of situations, especially here in Denver, where we need mental health professionals and safe places for dr- drug addicts to go rather than cops that are going to scare them and freak them the fuck out. I'm not saying this person was a sympathetic character. I'm just saying less cops means less interactions with cops the other thing is like we were just saying about people acting crazier when they are pushed up against the wall and are facing jail time is if we create less dumb laws that criminalize people like marijuana and just dumb shit Mm -hmm. like very small petty theft that's clearly not a big deal yeah like if we make it easier for people to reform themselves and get out of being prosecuted then you're going to have less people who are pushed up against the wall, hiding in hotels or running from the cops, acting crazy when they get caught. I'm just saying, again, this guy sounds bad. I'm just saying in general, less interactions yeah. with the cops is better for everybody. Yeah, I totally saying. agree with you. I mean, I, I think cops do have to, they have to exist. And I don't think you would deny that some sort of, not maybe necessarily the label and the, the how we understand them today have to exist, but they definitely, yeah, there has to be, uh, uh, cops, you know, they, of, of some kind, you know, to, to protect the property of those of us who don't go around on a regular basis and take other people's property. You know, I mean, I have been to prison before, so I'm not, you know, sitting here saying I'm a saint. I'm just saying in general, um, you know, that sort of stuff has to, you know, people do have to go to jail when they do something wrong. Um, or they have to, they have to, stand trial, you know, and then get sentenced appropriately or, you know, not sentenced if, you know, that has to happen. Reform yourself. Yeah, like, that has to, that has to happen. You know, these things have to happen. Yeah. It's a necessary evil, you know, it would be a good way to put it. It's a necessary evil. Um, but I do think in general, yes, aside from this particular case, cause I don't see any error as of, you know, based on the information that we have now, I don't see any error in what these officers did at all. Um, but maybe more information comes out and that, you know, my stance completely changes. I don't know. Um, but in general, aside from this particular case, I do think that overall they don't handle things correctly. And the, the better thing to do would be instead of, you know, just having corporate news outlets and major organizations and, you know, determining that we're going to put an article out that's called 
you know, police officer responding to shooting discovers victim is her son, you know, trying to make everyone feel sorry and like relate deeply on some, you know, very deep level with people who have like back the blue stickers on their car. I think the better way we could deal with this stuff would be to actually see some policy change, you know, like actually have federal mandates that, you know, all police officers and all, you know, departments have to have a body cam on actively at all times while they're on the clock. You know what I mean? Or like, like the, there are so many things that we could do that we're not doing at this moment that need to 1000 bazillion percent be done. And a lot of these issues would be resolved. Um, I think, um, and it wouldn't even you know, just like immediate retirement. If you, if you commit violence on the job under the assumption, the sort of fake assumption that like you're traumatized, this is going to affect your job performance. We're so sorry. We'll pay, we'll pay your next year of paid off time or anything. Like, I mean, not really because yeah. not a fake, you know what I'm saying? Like any Something. incentives you could build to make cops like, Oh, yeah. we, well that might we just end up being like, we're just paying like trillion. I know. I didn't mean to say that. I meant to yeah, say I mean, like, but I, but I understand the concept. I mean, that's, I the was whole describing point. it from the neoliberal the only, yeah, the only way that any of us are going to be able to get anything done is if, you know, people like you and I throw these ideas around and then eventually try some stuff until something works. And right now that's not what's happening. Instead, we're talking about the one time you should feel sorry for a cop or the two times ever you should feel sorry for a police officer, you know, instead of the hundred bazillion times that you should feel sorry for a civilian and not a police officer you know like that's not what we're talking about most of the time and even when we do talk about that somehow half the country always finds a way to talk about something else other than that and make it about something else and it's just like a it's a never-ending problem that we're dealing with that we, you know needs to be addressed um so that this you know vicious cycle kind of ends but again uh wherever you're listening to us please uh for one thank you so much for listening um we love you to death and please click the subscribe button if you're on youtube yeah. click uh subscribe then click the little bell then click all so you actually get notified when a video comes out um and please you know give us a thumbs up all that good stuff because we we could totally use it i cannot afford at all to pay to advertise for this crap so please just help us out um I'm, I'm so poor. So just share this. Okay. All right. Y'all have a good one. Back to blue. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy, dude.